Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from the uh, second week in Ordinary Time, Thursday. A reading from the first book of Samuel. When David and Saul approached on David's return after slaying the Philistine, women came out from each of the cities of Israel to meet King Saul, singing and dancing with tambourines, joyful songs, and sistrums. The women played and sang, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. Saul was very angry and resentful of the song, for he thought, they give David ten thousands, but only thousands to me. All that remains for him is the kingship. And from that day on, Saul was jealous of David. Saul discussed his intention of killing David with his son Jonathan and with all his servants. But Saul's son Jonathan, who was very fond of David, told him, My father Saul is trying to kill you. Therefore, please be on your guard tomorrow morning. Get out of sight and remain in hiding. I, however, will go out and stand beside my father in the countryside where you are and will speak to him about you. If I learn anything, I will let you know. Jonathan then spoke well of David to his father Saul, saying to him, Let not your majesty sin against his servant David, for he has committed no offense against you, but has helped you very much by his deeds. When he took his life in his hands and slew the Philistine, and the Lord brought about a great victory for all Israel through him, you were glad to see it. Why then should you become guilty of shedding innocent blood by killing David without cause? Saul heeded Jonathan's plea and swore, as the Lord lives, he shall, not be, he shall not be killed. So Jonathan summoned David and repeated the whole conversation to him. Jonathan then brought David to Saul, and David served him as before. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, in God I trust, I shall not fear. In God I trust, I shall not fear. Have mercy on me, O God, for men trample upon me. All the day they press their attack against me. My adversaries trample upon me all the day. Yes, many fight against me. In God I trust, I shall not fear. My wanderings you have counted. My tears are stored in your flask. Are they not recorded in your book? Then do my enemies turn back when I call upon you. In God I trust, I shall not fear. Now I know that God is with me. In God, who's, in whose promise I glory. In God I trust, without fear. What can flesh do against me? In God I trust, I shall not fear. I am bound, O God, by vows to you. Your thanksgiving offerings I will fulfill. For you have rescued me from death, my feet too from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living. In God I trust, I shall not fear. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus withdrew toward the sea with his disciples. A large number of people followed from Galilee and from Judea. Hearing what he was doing, a large number of people came to him also from Jerusalem, from Idumea, from beyond the Jordan, and from the neighborhood of Tyre and Sidon. He told his disciples to have a boat ready for him because of the crowd so that they would not crush him. He had cured many, and as a result, those who had diseases were pressing upon him to touch him. And whenever unclean spirits saw him, they would fall down before him and shout, you are the Son of God. He warned them sternly not to make him known. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
poor Christian McCaffrey. He's had a rough year, right? I mean, he, he only made $60 million, that's before endorsement deals, after spending most of the year hurt for the second year in a row. His team didn't make the playoffs, so he's slumming it in Cabo San Lucas with his supermodel girlfriend during the playoffs. But in all honesty, the team can't blame him for it. The, the, the guy works hard to stay in shape. But for the first three years of his career, I think he handled, handled the ball two out of every three plays, which pretty much all ended with a 350-pound mountain falling on top of him while another massive human being was pounding on his body. It's a wonder, frankly, that the guy can still form coherent sentences. When you, when you overuse a player, especially a running back, you can be almost certain that their shelf life will be, will be pretty brief. King Saul was, well, he was pretty much a fool, I guess. He's got David, the 11th century BC version of Christian McCaffrey, in his first couple of years in the NFL. If Ron Rivera or Matt Rule were his military advisors, were Saul's military advisors, they'd tell him to stop whining and keep sending David out to battle. The way things were going, Saul may have ended up king of the world without ever standing in harm's way himself. If Saul wasn't so hung up on being the hero, Israel could have had a bright future under his leadership. You go with your best weapon until your best weapon can't go anymore. Jesus was the poster child for Judaism and potentially the key to the restoration of the kingdom of God. The, the, the king or, or the sick just knew he could cure them. So they came from all over, Tyre, Sidon, Idumea, Jerusalem, from across the Jordan. Why not go back to the well until it runs dry, right? I mean, if he's curing one sick person, maybe he can cure another one. But what's, what's almost beyond explanation is, is how the demons who know who Jesus is can't swallow their pride and allow him to save them too. And they, they understand what the Jewish people didn't, that Jesus would never pull a hamstring or, or end up on injured reserve. His power is infinite and eternal. He will never stop giving them what they need to be happy if they just believe in him. Thanks to original sin, we've all got a little Saul and or a little demon in us. Our pride, our, our need to be in charge, our need to be the hero prevents us from handing the ball off to our best player time and time again. We know Jesus is the Son of God, or so we profess, and yet sometimes we run the ball ourselves rather than trusting him with every single play of our lives. And so what play can you ask the Lord to execute for you today? God bless you.